0: Hey everyone, um, 15th of March 2021 today, got a bit of a cold as you can tell by my voice, uh, a little bit of a, something wrong with my eye, I don't know what's wrong with it, you know, I've got a bit of a, bit of a lazy eye, I don't know what's going on there, um, basically I wanted to do a video, basically because of what's happened with Football Index and everything, um, I don't want to make the same mistakes again, I don't want to see anyone else make those same mistakes, um. So I've gone through all the terms of SoRare. I'm not a lawyer. I don't understand probably all of them. Um, So I've just interpreted them as best as I can. So this video is just kind of my interpretation um, of all the terms and conditions. Maybe any red flags if there are. This isn't an attack on SoRare. I love SoRare. I think it's a great idea. Um, I know people are doing some great things on there. Um, So this isn't to put people off. Um, This is just to make you guys aware of what some problems could be, and I don't want again. I don't want to see anyone make the same mistakes I made in the past. So I'll try my best here. Okay. So if I I've got the terms up here, um, they're all available on the site, but they can be changed. So just make sure you keep yourself up to date with them. Um, so if I go to Article three point one two, this was one I picked up. Yeah. So it says the service shall not be held liable for the loss of theft, loss or theft of a password by the user or by the resulting uh, account impersonation. Now, obviously, you don't want to give your password away um, and whatnot. And and of course, yeah. But if you do or if someone does get into your account somehow, because, you know, I I don't know how all this works. Um, I don't know how easy it is to get in or out of someone's account, I mean, at the moment, it's just a login and a password, and then you can transfer that, I don't know, Although that's connected to your wallet. I, again, like I said, I don't know, but if, if there was some way people could, they won't take any liability for it, so it's as good as gone. So I guess from that, you've really got to make sure it's as, as as protected as possible, you know, really think about your password, and make it as hard to, to get into and, and, and all that Um but yeah, by the sounds of it, is that um, if there is a breach of some sort, they're not liable. So you will lose that. So if you're playing with big amount, big amounts of money, which I know some people are, that's definitely something something to think about. Um, it also says, this is uh, 3.34, wallets relies, wallets is like, you know, the, the, the wallets where you keep your cryptocurrencies and, and all that um wallets relies on an experimental technology independent of this service therefore the service should not be held liable for any technical default hacking or loss of the data stored in the wallet experimental technology i mean that doesn't sound great to me um i'm sure it is i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's very secure they're not going to be idiots with it but again i don't know how easy There is to hack into all this. If you've got large amounts of money in there, you've got to be careful. They will not be, it's not like you can get it stolen and then ask for them to give it back. I'm sure you know that already, but just something, something to be aware of. Um, 4.2.1. What is this? Um, Let me read it. The service offers collectibles for sale uh, by way of auctions in which the service only sets the floor price between users bid up for a specified period of time. The buyer is the last bidder. There is no reservation price during the auction. The service keeps crypto funds under escrow to ensure payment. So that's good. it says the funds of participants, other than the buyer, are automatically given back it in themselves. So basically, if you make a bid and you don't win, you'll get that money back straight away. They're not spending that money; they're keeping it separate. So that's really good. But it also, um, the 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 floor price is what they set, and that I suppose that could be changed any time. So so yeah, um, four point two point two. The service collects a fee from the sale price of the collectible automatically at the end of the auction. The amount of this commission is specified in the frequently answered questions and may be changed at any time by the service. So it's not a red flag, but it's something to always consider because what happens if they suddenly just bump up the commission by 50%? I mean, you know, they're not going to do that, but... um, uh, there's no, there's no set in stone there of of what kind of commission they will charge. I'm not even sure what it is right now. I guess I'll check that in a minute and see what it says under frequently answered at uh, the FAQs. But um, yeah, you you know you need to keep an eye on that because if you've bought a card for a thousand pounds, and at the moment it's five percent commission, if suddenly they up it to ten percent, you know there's a big big difference in, in what you're going to get back for your money. So so yeah, that's something definitely to keep your eye on. What we got here is four point two point four. Given the digital nature of the collectible, the withdrawal period provided for in Articles L two two one one eight of the French Consumer Code, and Article I don't know what all that means, um, shall not apply by purchasing a collectible on the website. The user expressly waives um, his or her right of withdrawal. I don't actually know what that means. Um, Yeah, I don't know what that means. So maybe if anyone knows what that means, um, put that in the comments. Um, All right, what else we got? 4.3.1. User has the possibility to withdraw um, his or her collectibles from the service's account as well as to exchange his or her collectibles on the services marketplace or through a third party service so that's not a red flag or anything that's just uh an extra utility i guess you could say for these cars is that you can use them on third party services so if you weren't sure about that i guess that answers that question um it also says the service is under no circumstances liable for any damage that may occur during the transfer withdrawal or exchange of collectibles outside the service so again I'm sure you already knew that. This is just all very new to me, so I don't. I know it's under the blockchain and it's meant to be very secure, but I just don't know about it all that much. And if there was some sort of hack, or you wouldn't be covered. So that's the point I'm trying to make with that. Now this is quite a big one, um, and and I'm not going to jump to any conclusions with this, but this certainly raised an eyebrow. Not this one because the eye is still dropping about down there, but this eyebrow raised a little bit. Um, it says this is a 4. 4.4.1 It says the game entitled SO5 which is the the games you're playing the tournaments you're entering is based on a virtual tournament that tracks the real performance of players on the field accessible from dedicated on the website This promotional game promotional is legally governed by rules that can be consulted here at so Rare uh, uh, FAQs. It's a promotional game. Now, would it be in their interest to just suddenly end it and destroy all the values of the cards? No. But could they do it? Yes. So the point is, it's a promotional game. Um, I'm sure they'll just keep it going because that's the whole point of, of So Rare As you buy cards and play them in a game. Ultimately, that's one of the points. But they don't have to run these games. They could just say... We're not running games anymore. They could say we're going to do half the leagues if, for whatever reason, they run out of money for prizes, or you know, it's a it's a promotional. That is only part of so rare. It so rare isn't the leagues. So rare is them selling you cards to put into these leagues that they've made, but they don't have to keep these leagues going. So, and I, and I, and I don't know what, what how you could react to that because well, I, I I why would they get rid of the games? I don't know. They sh- they wouldn't. But I'm just saying, they could, if they if their finances were really bad, or if they just decided we had enough of this. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, it's a promote. It's it's the word promotional there just kind of stuck, at, stuck stood out to me. A little bit. Okay. So number five about taxes and earnings five point one point three, uh, in return for making the marketplace available the service charges a commission on the sale of collectibles of an amount that is always specified in advance to the parties. So that's how they make their money. They sell the cards and get the money from that. And they charge commission on all the sales. I need to look up what the commission is because I'm not even sure how much commission it is. But remember that commission can change. So hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't go up. But maybe it would. Um, and the, 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 the issue with this is um i don't know what is the issue um i guess it 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 depends how much these cards are going for because at the moment i'd say demand is pretty high um the prices are pretty high but what let's say something happens let's say another company comes and makes sports cards and it's got a better game and it's got better cards um that could cause the, the prices to drop and they're going to have to try and make some sort of income from somewhere so they could increase commissions. So you, you've you always got to have that, I think, in the back of your mind, even if it may be unlikely. I think this these are the kind of things... I mean, I'm being extremely over cautious in this video, by the way, and I'm not suggesting anyone takes my advice. You know, you will go to make your own decisions. But as being a really over uh, cautious video, that is definitely something that would pop up. So 5.1.5... Um, is expressly agreed that payment for the collectible will be made using cryptocurrency supported by the service. Payment will be made concurrently with the transfer of the collectible to the last bidder. The seller shall bear the exchange rate risk on the value of the cryptocurrency into fiat currency at the time of the transfer at the end of the sale. So first of all, um, it can only be done with the cryptocurrency used uh, on the service, which is Ether. At the moment, maybe they could add a new one, or or not. I don't know. Um, and it's based on that. Is it's based on it, it? It's an extra thing. You've got to look at the the exchange rate on either. If the price is extremely volatile at the time you're doing a transaction, you could definitely get caught out there. That's what I've interpreted that to mean. Like literally, if if the price is like plummeting or booming in the period that you're. Uh, exchanging cars or or whatever that might affect um, the result of the sale Uh, what next 5.4.1 and the service draws the attention of the users that receiving cryptocurrencies in return for the sale of their collectibles is likely to constitute an income uh, subject to tax and social contributions so it's basically saying um from my understanding that if you receive large amounts of cryptocurrency that could be subject to tax so it's not about withdrawing money from the platform um it's not about converting it into fiat money it's it it literally says um users that receiving cryptocurrencies in return for the sale um, of their collectibles is likely to constitute an income subject to tax so you would be you could be taxed on that um I don't know how much you need. I don't know what the threshold is. I don't know even how you'd go about to find that out. I'm just saying that is what that could mean. So if you're doing, if you're dealing with large amounts of money here, yeah, you might you might be subject to some sort of tax. Probably only after you've made the sale. It doesn't matter if your card goes up in value because if you haven't actually sold it, then then probably not. Five point five point one as part of its marketplace service, the service X as a mere intermediary between sellers and buyers, as such the service shall not be held liable for damages caused by sale due to the price or an act done by one of the parties. So again, they won't be liable for any kind of dodgy dealings that go on there, but I don't think that would be much of a problem. Um, 5.5.3, therefore any claim must be addressed by the buyer to the seller. The seller is solely responsible for the claim processing, nevertheless, the service reserves the right to take part in an arbitration in its discretion if the seller does not provide a response to a request nor settlement to a dispute. So it's kind of like eBay. Um, if they fuck you over with the with the deal somehow, you've got to take it out with them first, and then if they don't get back to you, you can like sort it out with SoRare. But at the end of the day, it's between the buyer and the seller. SoRare is just a platform. It's it's not their responsibility to be dealing with that. Um, six, the service, 6.0.4, the service reserves the right to suspend, no, 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 um, yeah, the service reserves the right to suspend or delete a user's account in violation of these terms without prior notice or compensation. So if you want to go down the route of doing something dodgy, um, I'm not sure if making multiple accounts is allowed. If you break these terms, um, they can delete your account without any compensation. So they can basically, I guess, take your cards away even if they were worth 100 grand. So don't do anything dodgy, please. Um, 7.2.2, in the event of failure of the service, it shall be liable for only only for direct and reasonable foreseeable damage unless otherwise provided by law regulation indirect damages that may result for your service are expressly excluded. In any event the service may not, unless otherwise provided by law, be held liable beyond the amounts invoiced to the user by service during the last 12 months. not really sure I picked on that one Um, I guess if something happens I guess the point, I guess the, the the in bold, there is 12 months. Um, I don't know, I don't even know why I picked that. Um, 7.2.3 uh, In particular, the service shall not be held liable for breakdowns or malfunctions of the service offered that are not responsibility of the company, data losses of users not being imputable to it, uh, an unusual or illegal use of the service offered by a third party or by a user. Um, direct or in or indirect damage resulting from the service offered a malfunctional cyber attack I think that's quite a big one um, again so the service is not liable if there is some sort of cyber attack and your cards get stolen I guess so so yeah that, that that's that's why you got to be careful with with what you've got in there I guess but again I don't you know what are the chances of a cyber attack like that I don't know I really don't um, last few, 11, um, basically they can change these terms and rules, um, the service reserves the right to modify or stop accessibility of all or part of the services, uh, and, or the website or application at any time. So they could just shut the website down tomorrow. Um, they could end all the tournaments. Um, tomorrow or you know not while they're running but so yeah, I mean obviously I don't think it's in their interest to do that um, but you don't know what's gonna happen in the future maybe one day it will be so maybe they just take in all the money and then 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 close it yeah you, know, you know I mean obviously not but just things to consider. Um, and I had a little look at the game rules as well. Um, I think the ones that stood out to me was article three. Um, the game is offered for an unlimited period of time, but may be stopped by the organizer at any time without notice once all the tournaments have ended. So, like I said, they could just tomorrow say we're not doing tournaments anymore. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't want to do that, but they could. Um, number six um, prizes. So there you get you either get collectibles or ether. Um Ether prize may only be awarded in Ether and may under no circumstances be offset against legal tender. The amount of the Ether prize is fixed independently of the value of the Ether in legal tender. So this one didn't, it didn't really answer my question here because what I was wondering is will they change the amount of prizes depending on, I guess, how much the cars are worth and how many users they get? Because... The issue I have is, let's say we get loads of new users, um, prices are soaring and they don't correlate to what the prices are. So they decide to up the ether, up the prices to make it fit the prices you're paying for the cards. And then something happens and the demand kind of dries up and then the prices start coming down. They won't probably, if that happens, they won't be able to sustain giving high prizes when the cards don't match that. So they would then, I imagine, bring down the price. So I guess the the point I'm making is the prices are probably pretty subject to change. Um, And that's a problem because you could pay a really expensive price for a card um, thinking, you know, like analysing his whole career and thinking... Um, well, over time, he'll probably get this much in prizes. But if they can change that, and I'm not 100% sure they can. But this just didn't really cover it for me, but it looks like they can. If they can then change what the prizes are, then you could be screwed because you might have over really overpaid on a card thinking that, well, over time, you know, he'll get me or the team will get me uh, a certain amount back in prizes. But if that prize really does crash, then you're your um your card loses its value another thing is the price of ether um, let's say the ether is fixed but ether crashes i don't know anything about ether i don't ethereum i i don't know really what's going to affect that price so if you're playing this game you are definitely betting on um ether as well i think unless you're playing a very long game and picking up some collectibles as nfts um, and, you know, making the really long investment, if you're playing the game for leagues and prizes, um, you're absolutely um, going to be affected by the price of ether, 100%. So, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Amendment, um, the organiser reserves the right to modify or stop the accessibility of all parts of the service and website at any time. Um, the organiser reserves the right to modify at any time all parts of the rules by participating to the Games' the rules amendment. The applicable version of the rules is the latest published um, by the organiser. So they can change the rules. So, this, yeah, this is what I've done. Because the problem I have with Football Index uh, is that they ran the show. They, they basically manipulated everything so they would win. And obviously it was completely illegal, It's completely dodgy and it was crooked. And I'm not suggesting in any way that Sora will do the same. But it's almost set up for them to do it. They could literally... um, And they they also choose the bottom price to offer these cards. So they could start upping that. They also, I think, choose the level of prizes. So they could start increasing it massively. Which would then mean everyone piles in on these cards because they're good value. Um, And then they could change it again. So that's the issue I'm seeing. Um, Whether they do that, I don't know. And I really need to be sure that they can change the prizes. But it sounds to me like they can. And, of course, the other issue is they don't have to do these leagues. They can literally stop them whenever they want. So my take on this would just be to play it, have fun, and use money that you are happy to lose. And when I say happy to lose, I don't mean you buy a card for a thousand and okay, he might lose a bit of value at least and get some back. I mean lose. I mean you put in money that can go to zero. That is the that is the only way to play this game. Um, so and I, and I think it's a great game. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to make some some really good money on it. So. If you want to play that, and if you want to do big money, okay. But I would say just be very, very careful. Um, and there's going to be other things that's going to affect the prices. Like I said, maybe another game comes along. Maybe another they then don't own the right for for sports cards as NFTs. Um, another thing is at the moment there's very limited supply, and that's a great thing because that makes them quite scarce. Makes them. And as the demand is growing it's 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 overtaking supply which is why we're getting some some big price rises but what happens when they start this is only like the first few years is it for so rare um what happens when they start getting more teams and they start producing more cards and more cards the supply is going to increase because the old cards stay they don't go so the supply is going to increase and okay you could argue that there's a massive room for the demand just to keep increasing, which i probably agree with. But there will get a point where the demand um, will dry up. It can't just you can't just keep going up at the same rate. But the supply will only keep going up unless they stop stop this whole thing. So when the supply keeps going up, it kind of devalues the rest of the cards um, unless they're like super rare, um, unique. Um, and unique as in like, there's only like one of that player on the platform or something you can find. So I think it's really a good idea. Uh, So rare. I like that you keep the cards for life. I like that, you know, you, you you can put them in these tournaments and get some utility out of them. But what I would say is be careful on the utility side, because that's not definite. You don't know what utility they are going to have forever. Um, and that could change very quickly. I'm not saying it will, but it could. Um, so, yeah, I think just be cautious, um, but make your own decisions on it. And and I think that's, that's pretty much everything I want to cover. Obviously, you know, I've only I've really I've been very um, passive on Soare. So then there could easily be a lot I'm missing on this. So um, I don't want to come across as an idiot and, and start making all these assumptions without being an expert, and there's so many more people who know a lot more about me on Soare than I do. So if I have made a lot of mistakes, um, just tell me, just tell me all the mistakes I've made and and, and go over them, because I want to know. But yeah, so the the, the problem I have is that, utility-wise, utility is based on, I guess, what they can get you back in prizes, um, and that could change, may not even be around anymore I'm not saying they won't they could go up so that could change as well. Um, they could start making new tournaments where like retired players have utility there could be new platforms where these cards could be get utility on those platforms. so the possibilities are endless but also limited you know <laughs> that kind of contradicts but they're like, they like they could there's so many ways you could use these cards in theory. But also, at the same time, they could just shut it all down and and they have nothing. So just be very cautious. I'd say don't go crazy with it until you know a bit more about what you're doing. That's certainly what I'm going to do. I've only got like, like £200 in there or something. So if that money goes, okay, obviously I don't want that. But if it goes, it goes. But that's the kind of mindset I've got on this right now. So, yeah, guys, thanks for watching.